Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. Legal Conversations. Let's welcome our guest, Mbege Zeli Benjamin, a research and advocacy officer at Judge, Judges Matter, a civil society organization that monitors judicial appointments. Thank you very much, Mbege Zeli, for joining us this evening. Thank you very much, Mantuli, and good evening to the listeners. So this uh, release uh, that of, of, of the news that came out from the uh, Gauteng uh, Deputy Judge President Ronald Sutherland uh, this morning, uh, saying that you know they've halted uh, the or they've granted an interdict to President Sir Ramaphosa. What does it mean, like in layman's term? What does it mean? Yeah, I'll I'll try to put it in in layman's terms because it's it's a little bit. Um, complicated and and please I want your listeners to forgive me if I do oversimplify some of the things I'm not at all trying to insult their intelligence but what this case is essentially about at least this part of the case was really uh, President Ramaphosa trying to stop this private prosecution that is being brought by President Zuma against him You'll remember last year, um, the day before the start of the ANC conference, um, there was a summons that was issued out of the Johannesburg High Court. And in the summons, it was President Zuma uh, telling President Amaposa that he wants to see him in the criminal court on 19 January uh, 2023, which is this Thursday. And in those summons, basically, he was saying, I've I've brought a a criminal case against you, and I want to prosecute for you having committed some sort of crime. And and that, I think, triggered the events that uh, eventually happened today, um, which was uh, President Ramaphosa responding to uh, President Zuma uh, by saying, no, 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 let's stop these proceedings, um, let's get an interdict. And an interdict is a court order uh, that tells someone to stop uh, doing something. And, and what President Ramaphosa was trying to stop was this pro- private prosecution. So he was trying to uh, stop these proceedings on the basis that they are unlawful. So they are not authorized by law. Uh, they are not uh, um, properly, they didn't follow the proper procedures that you need to follow in order uh, to uh, bring a private prosecution. So what President Ramaphosa was trying to do was to, was to bring a stop to those until the, the legal questions or the legal uh, disputes over uh, President Ramaphosa's actions are finally dealt with. And so what the court did today was grant it interdict and, and to say that the proceedings must stop. What this means is that on Thursday, uh, President Ramaphosa doesn't have to appear in the criminal court in Johannesburg. He's excused from doing so. And those those proceedings, the private prosecution, for now, is stopped until the legal um, uh, questions are dealt So what, you would have heard the judge speak about Part A and Part B. Part A was those interdict proceedings, and, and those have now concluded. Now, Part B is the one where they will be fighting about the legal the legality of President Zuma's actions. And that will be dealt with at a later date, um, probably towards the middle of this year. There's a lot of buzz around this particular um, case and what uh, uh, Judge Sutherland, um, you know, proclaimed. Especially uh, people are citing the fact that 
the elite are being protected in our judicial system. Is this the case? Well, uh, I'm not sure what they are, what people are specifically saying when they when they say that the elites are being protected, because there's no way that you can say a president is not an elite, just like you can't say the current president is not an elite. So what it actually is is the elites using the law to fight um, their own battles. So what I see this case being about. It's really a political dispute between the current president of the ANC and the former president of the ANC, and they are using the courts in order to fight their political backdrops. So instead of it being the elites being protected, it is in fact one elite fighting against another elite. And of course, in any fight, there will be a loser and a winner. And unfortunately, one of those losers is one of the elites. So it really is is a fight about the elites. It has really nothing to do with uh, ordinary people, you and I, who I don't think are elite. I, I don't believe us to be elite. We, we are not involved in this. It's really elites fighting amongst themselves. And, and that's why we, we're seeing a lot of what, what these cases are called lawfare, which is really politics that, that is using the law and, and abusing the courts, to be quite honest. It's, a, it's an abuse of the court system because the time that it took today and, and last week to be dealing with these cases, those three judges could have been dealing with a case that has to do with maintenance of a child, it has to do with someone's property or business, things that really concern the ordinary South Africans. When you say that it doesn't really have much to do with us, yes, I do agree uh, from the explanation you've given us. But you know what uh, is always being said, that uh, when two elephants are fighting, the grass is always suffering. And in this case, both the um, current president and the former president of the country are both members of the ANC, were both leaders in the ANC, of which is currently our ruling party in South Africa. Um, we don't know what will happen in 2024. But does this not impact on what the ANC's um, you know, mandate is for themselves as a political party and maybe also affect us as, as um, uh, the electoral? Well, I'm actually uh, not a political analyst, so I'm not really good at analyzing how this has an effect on the political party. But I imagine that it wouldn't have much of an effect because I understand the ANC to have a national executive committee of 80 or so members. And I'm sure 80 of those members can make decisions on behalf of the party, regardless of what happens with the current and, and former president. But where I do think it might have a, this, this fight between the current and former president in the court, where I think it might have an impact on, on ordinary South Africans, it's just a distraction, right? Um, we're spending a lot of time um, discussing this issue. Um, we're spending a lot of time, and a lot of court time, I must say, which is quite precious, right? It's, it's not, not everyone who will have their day in court just because it's so expensive and, and it requires so much time. So it is taking away court time from the issues that really affect the real people of South Africa. Like I said, the three judges that were in court today dealing with this case, they could have been dealing with other more important cases that have to do with child maintenance, for example, that, that, that have to do with, with, with someone, um, let's say they are in prison right now and they're waiting for their day in court. 
that person could have been at service today, but those judges had to step away from those kinds of cases to deal with this one, which, which really is, is, is not ideal, which is why I say it really um, is an abuse of, of the court process. So that, in that way, I do think that it doesn't really help uh, us as ordinary South Africans. It really is uh, a fight amongst the elites. And now you say there's a part B that we should be anticipating of this yes. particular case. Uh, tell us more about it, please. Yes. So, so part A is, is, is was was the urgent interdict or the urgent proceedings, and you would have heard Judge Sutherland emphasise last week to say we are only dealing with a very narrow scope of issues, whether uh, the interdict should be granted or not. Part that part is out of the way. Now, the real fight, which is part B is where they will go into a deep dive over uh, uh, issues including the legality of, of President Zuma's actions, so whether um, he was indeed granted a lawful non-prosecute certificate, which is a, the, pros- the certificate that authorizes him to prosecute um, someone else. There's a question about the, the lawfulness of that certificate. There's a question about whether, in fact, uh, President uh, Ramaphosa is even an accused, a criminal accused in this case, because the Nelly Prosecutor Certificate itself doesn't name him. And in fact, what President Ramaphosa is arguing is that even in the police docket, there isn't anything about him. He's not named there. So he's saying it's not lawful for President Zuma to even bring him before court. So Part B will deal with all of those issues, and and that is um, what they call the merits of the case. Those ones will be dealt with in Part B, which will, like I said, be later in, in the year. So there's still more that we're going to look at uh, when it comes to this case. It's not going to be an easy one to just, uh, you know, be pushed aside. There's still more to it. There's a question here, not really related to the case, but it's a, from an A-teamer who says... Um, Hi, Patricia, my humble suggestion or request for the guests to differentiate between former president and current president titles as there's only one president at any time. So, um, yeah, he's saying we need to differentiate, right? (laughs) I take take that criticism, yes. I I should say it's President uh, Ramaphosa and former President Zuma. I apologize. Yeah, I, I, I suppose it's it's one of those things, <laughs> neither here nor there, but it, it does make a significant difference. So um, we just have to hang 10. What happens on the 19th then? So on the 19th, um, President, well, President Zuma and his uh, legal team will have to appear uh, in, the, in the high court because it really would be the first uh, hearing, I think. It, it, the case hasn't really started because... I must also clarify that in terms of the law, what President Ramaphosa is accused of doing is being an accessory after the fact. So that means he um, assisted in the commission of a crime. And the crime that uh, former President Zuma is alleging to have happened is a crime where um, the prosecutor in the corruption trial uh, apparently leaked uh, a, his medical records to a journalist, and he says that was a, a crime in terms of the National Prosecuting Authority Act. So what Thursday will be really is an administrative exercise. They will be figuring out whether um, the case is ready to proceed, 
um, whether the witnesses and, and, and all the preliminary issues that uh, happen in a, in a criminal trial have been taken care of. So, so it, it will really be a preliminary uh, appearance. Some says they'll be saying just hello to the judge, and 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 it, it won't be much more than that. And it will really be um, uh, Mr. Zuma's legal team that will be present, as um, President Ramaphosa's team has been excused uh, in terms of this incident. All right, uh, Mbega Zeli, we'll be watching out for this one uh, very closely. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Thank you very much. Good evening. I see that uh, Atima Ngonde has been trying to uh, contact us and we're trying to contact him back, but because of load shedding and connectivity, it's a bit difficult to get hold of him. Ngonde, please do try to call again because we have tried on our side. Atima, let's take a bit of a musical interlude, then we continue. Hashtag SAFM L1.